0: So as you may have gathered, this is not the Fortnightly Adventures in Middle-Earth broadcast. We're due to play that session on March the 29th with a hopeful edited release for you on the 2nd of April. Instead, this is another Rolemaster classic actual play set in Terry K. Amther's excellent Shadow World using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on World Anvil, where our campaign is called The Praise of Old Men. This episode is cross-referenced as Demons of the Burning Night 2 Part 6. Last episode saw the end of the fight with the sprightly disc-throwing spirits, some healing and a cursory look over a gazebo-like structure. The artefacts still elude the group, so this location may require
1: a little more investigation. So you can wait for an hour, maybe an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, night never seems to fall on the city, nor does morning happen, nor does there never seems to be any change in the day at all. The level of light stays the same. Temperature stays the same. Nothing seems to alter at all. But again, as you glance upwards, you see that the sun and moon flash erratically from left to right and from right to left above you. Oh, wow. Yeah. oh so grab some while everyone was away. <laughs> Shit. So time doesn't seem to, as we said before, happen the way it's supposed to happen in this city. So there's no nightfall, there's no morning, but you do manage to rest. After a couple oh. of hours, Ugnan, you're up on your feet again. Cool. Do you want to head towards the gazebo and explore it some more? Or do you want to go somewhere else? Has everybody had a look around it yet? Yeah. No, they got just to the statues, to the edge of the statues, and then thought better of approaching closer without a healer. Okay. Well, what was that? I'm happy to fly over the top and back. Okay. Uh, okay, and then, Cherry, lead the way. Okay, so you can all move past these eerie statues.
2: Uh, you know, well, Numeral New, speculates that there's five. There's five weird spiraling artifacts inside or next to that raised platform, um, and there's there's five of those statues outside.
3: Mm.
2: there's a connection between them? maybe the statue was originally stood on top of the the spiraling artifact.
4: No, oh, there were five of those shards or fast creatures. And they were?
2: Yeah. Ah, yeah. Everything's in fives. So have we neutralized it or was there something more that could threaten us? Don't know enough about it.
5: Those and creatures
2: structure. Sorry, the structure no. Um you, you say it's raised is it re- are those steps that are going up onto that sort of lighter green circle Yes there area? are yeah and those pillars or they look like pillars that the the, the grey squares yeah those they're they supporting, those are supporting the as... roof okay so there's a roof there's a roof on top of the structure a circular yes. roof Yep. Yeah, I think you, except one of the pillars has collapsed. And then that that rectangle in the middle, um, yep. and apologies
1: if I wasn't paying attention, but h- how much higher off the green? It raises areas, about that? three feet off the green. So it's a large, it looks to be made of stone. It's a large uh, white, rather than marble, white sort of rough stone platform. Uh, alter. Difficult to tell. Ugnan's gonna go around the circumference, just see if you can find any Neretti writing. Okay. Give me a perception roll, please, Ugnan. As you walk around. So Ugnan, you walk do a complete circuit, you can see in one place one of the pillars has collapsed. That's at about uh two o'clock. Otherwise all of the pillars seem to be holding the rest of the pillars are holding the roof upright. There's no writing on this stone floor at all, on the lip on the floor itself or on the edge that you see. Okay. The large central sort of altar, for want of a better word, doesn't seem to have any writing on it either. The only thing that really draws the eye are those weird twisted columns that you can see.
2: So so Newman wants to investigate those clothes, yeah.
0: Okay, so that with the purple arrows pointing, you mean those columns?
1: Yeah, those are the columns that are weirdly twisted. Okay.
2: So so Numal wants to investigate those more closely since he did glimpse something a few hours ago. The one thing I'd ask is: are those weird columns? Are they part of the architecture, Um, or they? No. How are they connected to the floor? They seem to just be.
1: So give me a a perception roll, please, Numal. So it looks like they're standing on the floor itself, um, but you can also see that there are faint scratch marks around the floor of all five of the pedestals as if they've moved or been moved. Standing as you are on top of the steps, can you give me a channeling resistance roll, please? Oh, no. Oh, no. You get a very, very strong uh sense of impending doom here if you if you enter the green marble area you have the strongest feeling that something very very terrible will happen death is not the worst that can happen to anybody in this city as you glance up you can see um almost as if they've been wrapped by spiders You can see a number of what look to be, um, well, figures. You can't quite make them out from where you stand. You're going to have to enter on the floor that are hovering in the air above the stone altar. There are about half a dozen figures. They all look ashen white, grey. It looks as if they've been or or they're kind of hovering. About twenty feet up in the air, all above the stone, all with their arms and legs dangling loosely at their sides, with their chests pointing up towards the roof, their heads lolling back, they're absolutely motionless, and you can tell by their color of their skin that they're not alive, but they haven't rotted, they haven't decomposed.
2: Numal starts pointing um, and then the agitated fashion at at the at the floating bodies can the others are the others in a position to see them as well
1: or if they come closer yes cherry this has been pointed out to you so you can give me a perception roll please sure okay cherry you can see pretty much what numo can see but not much else there are indeed about half a rubber, dozen bodies rubber. there <laughs> but that's about it that's all you can see uh silk you're close enough now you haven't mounted the steps you stand at the edge of the platform, so you can make a roll. Victor, you can make a roll as well. She sees Victor next to her all of a sudden, and she smiles. at <laughs> Well played, Victor. <laughs> uh, perception? Yes, please. Victor, you can't tell much more than, than Cherry could ascertain, nor can you, Silk. There are, between you, as you confer, there are six bodies that are hanging in the air. Sorry. I said uh, a dozen, didn't I? There are a dozen bodies hanging in the air, suspended, not that you can see any lines, wires, or ropes, suspended, motionless, about 20 feet above the stone, about 15 to 20 feet underneath the roof, which is domed. I have a question. Yeah.
5: Those uh, wood creatures that we had before, that we fought before, um, uh, did they... To disintegrate or something, or are there still carcasses around?
1: The right. creatures
5: that you've just fought, their yeah. the bodies are still there. They weren't demons. Okay. Oh, the... awesome! Uh, I might go back and start dragging a carcass with the idea of uh, throwing it in there. Let's
1: see what happens. You can do. Okay. okay. you might uh, I look for one like... of the smaller ones. <laughs> yeah, Cran will give you a hand. Yep. Well, hang
4: on, hang on. Before you do that. Ugden, have you ever heard of this stuff before? And I'll I'll look at the books that we got there, GM. One of them, as you said, shards. One of them says Clark Cash-Tun Shard.
1: Yep. Um, no, this hasn't got anything to do with the creature, the shard. Okay. Okay. I'm afraid.
0: Got quite a few That's lore right. skills. I don't know if any of those are going to come in handy there.
1: Stuart, I don't know if you want to
4: quickly mm-hmm. look at those.
1: Um... Not really. You you need to, because otherwise this gets sort of a bit like a Scooby-Doo thing where you kind of say, well, I've got my book of clues. Give me a clue. Um, <laughs> if you can tell me what law you think you want, you you think is germane to this, um, I can then give you a roll. Greek mythology for 500. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Greek mythology at minus 50. <laughs>
4: Did Newmol mention that they might not be alive at least yes or did you yeah think he
1: that? can't t- the fact that they're motionless but they've not decomposed, despite the great passage of time is uh perplexing. They seem to have been held in stasis, perhaps
4: Ugden, do you know any undead lore yourself like
0: no so, not, I've got, I got't know I mean the best one I've got is obscure, which is a catch all for. A- can be anything. Yeah, but...
1: give me an obscure law. I think obscure law, not to make this uh too difficult. Yeah, an obscure law role will, will, will satisfy. Um, okay, that's not bad. So there are, I mean, you yourselves have encountered at least one way of holding a body in stasis, the seer that was you're trying to rescue, patient's clute underneath the um old part of uh cell for example. This is another sort of stasis spell power or effect. But it's very, very different. You don't get the feeling that there's any... Whatever's holding these in place is not demonic as such. It's magical. And it's a magic that's perhaps emanating from, you suspect, the stone or the statues behind you, or the weird twisting statues in front of you. Something about this place is holding these bodies in, in some sort of stasis. Whether they're alive or not, it's difficult to tell, but they've not decomposed. It's almost as if the souls have been removed and the really? bodies haven't perished. Okay,
0: I've given you a, a spell law, as you talk about spells, and you talk about the stones. i Your give yep. you a stone lord,
1: as well, just in case any of those sparks in his mind. The white stone that you can see... Is unusual, but you can't tell more than that. Okay. Spell law, you know that there are a variety of spells you've heard of, not that they're in your realm per se, there are a variety of spells which can separate somebody's soul from their body. The theory, a theory being that has been discussed beforehand, is what would happen if this if a spirit was separated from the body, does the body become an empty vessel? Does that vessel, is that vessel still capable of being animated? And if so, by what? If that body is animated and is moving around, could it be inhabited by something else? That's sort of been a matter of conjecture for many, many years. The consensus being that, yes, it can be. It can be possessed. But what happens to the spirit? Where does the spirit go? And what stops the spirit snapping back like a piece of elastic into its host?
0: Yeah, Okay.
1: So it could be that these things or these bodies, these poor unfortunates, are in some sort of stasis and their spirits have been separated from them. Where their spirits are, you don't know. But that could be a big leap. Mm. Um, Numal looks shaken as he retreats slightly down the steps, unwilling to go too much further.
2: And Numal says... You know is is, can we see anything about this place that um, is relevant to our quest to what we're searching for is it worth um providing whatever
5: well we're still searching for the entryway yeah Mm -hmm. and that's our main reason to stop in here uh and again i'll note that you know i'll say and we've found plenty of things that have been helpful to us usually when there's been challenges as tough as that last one. So, you know, it could be could be something of import, could be a major clue. We're adventurers, damn it. Let us fight, whatever it is.
2: <laughs> Wasn't there an idea to throw something into there?
1: That's right. Like, yeah, yes, I'm, so I'm still, still going Fran. for that.
5: So I, I, with Cran's assistance, um, I want to load... What I want to do, because uh, I've got a strength of ninety, so that's not too bad.
1: That's pretty strong. Um,
5: I want to. I want to sort of fly. Like I'm going to fly with the the creature, and as a pendulum style thing. So I'm like I'm drag. I'm I'm flying lopsidedly, but uh, I want to like I want to fly in close enough to hoik the body underneath the underneath the thing while avoiding interacting with those
1: the uh... ring won't allow you to support um another creature of your weight which is what this thing is yeah okay you can't quite fly with it i'm afraid okay Uh, that's fine with help crans for example because you with your strength of 90 that is very very strong indeed you could between the two of you could have kind of swing the body up and onto the green marble floor to see what happens that sounds good okay so cran and cherry you mount the steps you toss a body onto the stone and it lands with sort of a, a soft crump noise and flops over one arm splaying out and making sort of a fleshy slap sound on the stone floor for a while nothing seems to happen Can you all give me perception rolls, please? Right. The first thing that you notice, all of you notice, is the stone pillars begin to move. They begin to just twist and writhe, but some of them begin to move towards the body on the floor. The next thing that you hear rather than see is a very, very faint song, but the song is horribly discordant. There are five different voices singing in a language which is unfamiliar to you, but all of them are singing at a slightly different uh, tempo and they're singing slightly different words. So the noise is horribly discordant, but it's very, very faint at the moment, but beginning to swell and rise as the statues emanate. Cherry, uh, Victor and Silk. You notice glancing upwards as habit would with with experienced adventurers that some of the bodies up above you are now twitching. You can see some fingers moving, wrists moving as if they're quivering and almost having a seizure. Victor you can hear noise in the undergrowth to the sides as if something or things are forcing their way through the bushes Vines and uh, other vegetation. Oh, shit. What do you yeah. want to do? So, are these
5: uh, suspended like by silk strands? Like,
1: you or are s- they? No, you can't see any strands at all. There's no rope, no wires, no coils. They seem to be suspended, well, by, by magic. Pure, by pure magic. Okay.
3: Yep. Yeah. I'll let everyone know that I hear things coming from the sides.
1: Yeah so victor you can hear noises uh let me draw some arrows so you can hear noises that way that way and also uh that way now i suppose the good news is that you remember the creatures that you've just killed they communicated with each other via some sort of a, a strange clicking insect like noise all oh, right these yeah. creatures aren't making or the noises that victor can hear have no attached clicking sounds at all so they're not more of these horrible creatures but they are there are things quite a number of them moving towards you the suspended figures are beginning to twitch the columns are beginning to I'm move as well think
5: an arrow into one of the suspended creatures that's
1: twitching cuz every... okay so, so it's you... going to pull back Just give me a regular... I won't call up the combat tracker. Just give me a shooting roll. Okay. Basically, just don't fumble it. It's not hard to to really sort of shoot a twitching body. I'm sure that's why Dungeons & Dragons was banned by grandmothers for comments like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, that's a hit. So you fire an arrow into one of the bodies. Can you give me a D12 roll? 12 wow yeah it's been a while since just I've so used i used one yeah i know just so i know which one is hit okay so the arrow thunks into one of the bodies it continues to twitch but doesn't respond to your arrow which catches it in the back of the thigh as it sort of is twitching in the air above you mm. Right. And
5: do any of the the statues uh change like everything was moving towards does one of
1: the statues stop or no so the statues continue to move towards the body which uh of the demon creature which isn't moving three of them uh return to their original positions the other two begin to change shape until they resemble uh what looks like a a twisted column with the head of a serpent so that pointed apex um changes shape so it resembles a a large fanged serpent heads about the size of a small dog and the heads lash out from very serpentine bodies uh, hammering into the corpse on the ground as the snake's jaws catch on the body rather than kind of biting and letting go uh, these almost like dogs uh, tear rip and pull at the corpse on the ground, trying to rip it and tear it and dismember it. But they very quickly let go when the corpse of this thing that you killed earlier refuses to cooperate or respond. They seem disinterested. And as they retreat back quietly, the strange, uh, unnerving song that was emanating from the stone begins to dim and fade away. Can you all make perception rolls, please? As the song begins to fade away, the bodies stop their twitching and convulsing, including the one that now sports an arrow from its right thigh. The strange noises that Victor alerted you to and that Cran immediately responded to. Uh, Silk, I'm just going to move you a little bit closer because otherwise you're actually out of eyesight of everything because of the vision, if that's okay. Looks okay with that. <laughs> uh, okay, all right, I'm going to move Silk back. So Silk has vanished. <laughs> uh, okay, not that that should worry you, of course. But, that's right, that's um, right. The noises that Victor alerted you to and that you started scanning nervously the, the murk and the filth for, those have also stopped. If anything was moving towards you, it's either stopped or retreated or is now sneaking up on you. Aware of your presence, pick whichever option uh, you you wish. What do you want to do next? Well, Victor will already uh, remorse. Okay, so Victor readies his sword and stands in a guard position. Numel, what do you want to do?
2: I think I'll do the same as Victor. Okay, it's so you ready
1: yourself I'll... as well, Ugnan? I uh, I think we leave this place well alone. If you think
0: about Jerry's visions, it was water. Uh, crystals, and the other one was a big building with a statue in it. I don't see none of that here, and I don't like any of this. doesn't look like I can fight some of okay. this. Can you fight a song? I can't. So you've got okay. to take a few steps back.
4: Come under the
1: tree. Says <laughs> <laughs> so so a distant voice. So, Ugnan, you can hear a a seductive feminine voice that you don't recognise as your companion, whisper to you, come under the security of this tree. Join me. (laughs) Exactly. Is that that you, (laughs) Kadata? Okay. Uh, Cran is also. Cran's a realist like Ugman. He can't see an obvious benefit from exploring this. Yes, whenever you've explored something dangerous, you found really, really useful stuff. But you're here on a mission. You're here to retrieve two things. You're here to retrieve the Ashling Stone. And you're here to retrieve um, portal rods. None of these places look like the visions that Cherry had. So he's quite happy to retreat as well. Is there anything else you wish to do apart from retreat cautiously? No, I'm fine with that. Okay. I think that's good thinking, Cherry. Very good thinking. So you can, if you remember, you can retreat uh, back if you want to move through the city depleted as you are, you can retreat back to what you assume was Vramavare's palace because you had cleared that, whatever that means, um, and perhaps rest there, if you wish.
0: Uh I don't Yeah, know. whatever's safer I guess. How long have we reckon we've been here? I mean it's a bit hard to tell, isn't it? Um because of the
1: yeah. way that it works. Well you've had <clears throat> one period of rest um you are feeling fatigued Give me intuition rolls. So some of you are feeling fatigued, now you can make them in the open. Uh, There's no merit in in really hiding this.
6: Ooh, 66. We're not very intuitive, are we? (laughs) (laughs) We all look to (laughs) Ugnan. So Um, Ugnan,
1: all you can tell is, yes, as you look across the party and it's probably appropriate that it's you that's detected this yes you can detect every everybody in the party even silk is somewhat fatigued and tired but this fatigue and tiredness is not natural obviously the climate that you're in you're under great stress Senses are always alert to danger and ambush plus the air is unusual there's something gone wrong with time in this cursed place anyway everybody is stressed and fatigued but it's not a natural fatigue so people are feeling tired but you don't think that that can be used to mark a 24-hour period eating and 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 food as well you've gone quite a a period without eating as well which has struck you Ugnan, as we should probably feel thirsty or hungry now yeah we don't does that time... mean that, yeah, does that mean time is being messed up, quote unquote, or does it mean something more sinister?
0: Yeah, um, and I'm, Ogden's looking at Silk, you know, because I'm a metagamer here, I can see you're on absolutely zero PowerPoints, Matt, so he's looking at Silk oh, and, see, and she looks particularly drained. Uh, I think, um, look, it hasn't been too long since you rested, this is places taken out of all of you, I can see it, I think we better go back, get lights like, kipped, get some food in our bellies, and get going again give it um give it a few hours or, or maybe an overnight sleep or something knows there's no night here though yeah good idea oh, i'm
6: bloody knackered
0: agreed agreed, agreed.
6: Oh, oh you know i I'm really fancy it's a nice tavern with oh some nice cellar temperature beer some pork crackling a nice That's for
1: euphemism for dancing girls <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah, pork crackling that's the that's the, the ballet uh, we could watch the ballet um yeah uh, oh, that'd be lovely. Cran's possessed. Get us the real
1: Cran. <laughs> ballet. Okay, so I've just popped when that map comes through kind of a blue circle around roughly where you are. Okay, it just came up. And that large gray object across to your southwest is the palace, of course.
6: So, if affairs, palace would make most sense, it's closest and safest. Yes, um, it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we'll head back there. But yeah I agree. If can go back to the palace, maybe up to the top level again.
0: I think that's where it had like the the anti demon ward part as well.
1: Yes, it was, yep, so what you can do then is you can retreat i think I've got that right, the correct room, so you can retreat retreat sorry, to the upper floor where there was that um strange black nuretti uh, symbol forming um some sort of ring of protection perhaps There is the altar amber altar with that curious flask of something potent which is begging to be drunk that <laughs> but you've had warnings that this could be very dangerous um so you and can so certainly rest there hard. and you can get your power points back and you can do any natural healing that you wish and some good food as well well funnily enough none of you feel that hungry But you do feel tired. So what I'd I'd like you to do, please, is to make a constitution roll. If you can get over 50, then you feel hungry and you'll eat. If you fail your constitution roll, then you just don't feel up for food. Well, I was speaking to the wrong group. You're all starving. (laughs) Miss food? Good heavens, no. In fact, we rolled an 88? Victor, you little hobbit. I <laughs> uh, shall have Marshall two meals. Three, <laughs> yeah, make that three. uh numel also is hungry, and Cran doesn't actually. Cran just, nice uh, just doesn't feel very hungry.
6: Yeah, I could do with some root, though. Got any of that? Actually, uh I think you do.
1: Oh yeah, we shared some of that last time we were up here, didn't? Yeah, we did. Oh, now that's, something. that's that's quite interesting. Cran, can you give me another constitution roll, please? Okay. Cran doesn't feel the need for any rook. Ugnan, can you give me an intuition role, please? Oh, very nice. Okay, Ugnan. So you note that Cran doesn't feel the need for any rook, which is good because obviously you've only got so much. Yeah. Um you know, to metagame, if you'd made the role, you could use, for example, his need for rook as a as a clock mechanism. Oh yeah. But you failed to make that role. So unfortunately, unfortunately, just you see
4: Cran scratching at himself,
6: rubbing his nose a lot. Yeah. <laughs> just rocking backwards and forwards, sitting, holding his, uh, holding his whole yeah, yeah but You're, you're, you're right. in
0: company though, Crowd, because there's three other addicts with you. <laughs> right.
6: yeah. You're all scratching. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm, you guys
4: keep
1: looking at me like I'm a big piece of turkey meat or something. It's <laughs> <Right>. a <laughs> so, good job. No, there's no animist in the party. okay so um you can rest up you can get your mana back those of you that are capable of eating can eat um cran you decide not to eat but you don't take any penalties because of that decision you just don't feel very hungry at all the others eat a reasonable amount but you just don't feel very hungry where do you want to head to next Um, There's no night, there's no day, so it's difficult to tell how long you've been there. Some of you catch some sleep, but it's it's fitful at best. The city, you discover as you try and rest, is just not quiet. It's not loud, but you're plagued by distant noises of buildings crashing, fires, shrieks for help, uh, children crying, but also, and perhaps more eerie, Uh, Normal sounds, street sounds, vendors hawking their goods, uh, children playing, mothers telling off their children, husbands arguing with their wives, and so on and so forth. All of this is totally muddled up.
0: Now, I think that when we fought the um, demon that nearly killed Cran... There, that was holding some kind of black obstacle like a, a smoky obstacle and that's the way to the that's palace right. and then I think you said there was another one down the other route which was leading to that palace to our
1: south or I suppose now it'd be our south uh, east and I think there was another one yes. there I think you said okay so basically there was one of these sort of creatures here that was blocking the way there was another one over here that was blocking the way now, you defeated the one to the east, sorry, to the west. So I'll remove that one. But as far as you know, the other obstacle is still there. Wow. And these are the 12-foot-tall flaming demons. That's right. Wow. Now, you were able to get to um, that large building that you can see at about sort of 12 o'clock just by following the red wall. So you don't have to take the demon on if you don't want
6: to. Right. Krantz runs a finger down the massive crease in his skull. That, despite his yeah. great administration, uh, he's ruefully says uh, he's never going to do any modelling for front page of a magazine anymore. And <laughs> um, says, "Yeah, let's uh, let's avoid that if we can."
0: You sure don't want to it lop its head off, lad? Like last time. I
6: think that's I what really your battle cry about was. That. Yeah, I don't really remember much about that. Uh, I did get a lot of foam down the front and uh, bit my own tongue through, but apart from that, it was okay.
4: <laughs> well, that, and you don't really change your breeches when you make
0: a mess of them going into that frenzy. how <laughs> oh, charming. Yeah, you don't want don't, to don't <laughs> lose that uh, perfectly wonderful uh, helm you got on. Yeah, it's gorgeous, this one. Right, so uh, my thoughts would be to avoid the maze, because if you remember what Bosco dreamed about, The place is surrounded by water or was submerged. Well, he's got crystals.
1: He's had two dreams. So the portal rods are water and crystals. And then he had another dream. I think this was related to the Ashling Stone, which is the other thing you want, where there was another underground area, but you faced great and terrible danger if you went that way. So he's had two visions. Both right. of underground places, one with water and the other not. Mm. Um, so just to obviously give you a little bit more of an idea of what you can look at that big main coloured map. So, you know, roughly where the maze is. You may wish to avoid that. Um, if you follow the coastline round, as it were, of this island, can you see there's that sort of strange island, stonish island? That sort of sit out sat out in the middle yeah when you flew over that it looked like some sort of uh, amphitheater and there's a little causeway that links the main island to this amphitheater which is set out on a great big rocky outcrop in the middle of this lake just before that rocky outcrop there looks to be another gazebo or tiled area of some description but it looked as you flew over to be open to the air. In the very centre of the island, there's a walled-in area which had a large number of high stone buildings, most in ruins, but there was one towards the north-east which was intact, and it's quite a large building.
6: Do we have any, like, priorities for the Ashling Stone? Where were people's <laughs> best reaction about where it's likely to be be located here at the moment? all you know about the ashling stone is it's underground that's all
1: that bosco's vision could tell you is that it's underground now the ashling stone is something that will allow you to save the seer uh, the portal rods will allow you access to gates and will also uh, give you some limited ability to break the curse on this place and manipulate time
6: so it will... and, uh, any any clue on their location well, the portal rods
1: are something to do with an underground place where you can hear lots of water and they're surrounded by other crystals. The Ashling Stone is also in an underground place, but dark and full of terrible danger.
0: And I think there was a large statue or something above it, or in a, a That's that right. Stretchy.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's on uh, the. It's in one of the game logs somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I'm just having a scan
6: through because uh, otherwise we're kind of a bit blindly going around at least if we had a kind of well it's pretty dangerous walking around here so we may want to go from point to point in the shortest possible distance we can um in which case it kind of doesn't matter too much What i posted it in chat yeah thanks i couldn't find it so sound of water all around them would indicate to me that it's in kind of this part of the map right on the far side somewhere maybe one of those yeah. big buildings. You've got a there. collection of islands which have been walled together. Yes, could
1: be. Don't forget that you've got that arena, which is also kind of stuck out on a rocky
6: outcrop. Am I misremembering, but didn't one of the undead... General Mortellus. That's yeah, right. is it the gen- general kind of fought battles in a in a gladiatorial arena. thing is, he's well, supposed to
1: be
0: underground in an arena. Um, so I don't know if it's That's the same right. arena. That's right.
1: No, he was supposed to be, he's waiting for you to release him, he says, if you can go to the underground arena where his body is. But he doesn't know where that underground arena is, unfortunately. He just knows it's underground. Okay.
0: You think about, we could look at the arena, because it is an arena, it's a bit of a coincidence. Maybe there could be more than one arena.
6: Yeah, and why don't we head there on the way to, like, the big castle type thing on the, taking out most of the Northern island in the little island chain on the right and kind of head around roughly around the coast to try and avoid as many of those demons as we can and see if we can get all the way to the arena check that out and then go to the castle yeah there sound
1: reasonable okay so you want to check out the amphitheater and then go across to those collections of islands Yep.
0: yeah what we what we are leaving behind though is the uh the noble quarter which is where we are is pretty close at the moment but i don't know that's there yeah, yeah, right in the middle, bit closer, bit closer yeah, to that so, demon. Unfortunately,
4: was that where the kids were trying to get us to climb over walls? And I stuff? thought that was the no, garden. the
1: kids were trying to get you into the garden, which is further south. So the well, garden
6: area is there. If you've got a good plan to help me ambush that bastard, I don't mind taking the demon out. But I need a bit of a break first, and uh, <laughs> a bit of a run up, bit a bit of a sleep, and then. uh That'd be good. I'm not sure. I mean, well, the the, these are
0: reasonably powerful artifacts. Would they be in a noble's dwelling or would they be something quite major in the
6: city? Yeah, my the assumption would tell. be well, my assumption is already fallen flat. That unless we haven't found a way down below this area, this building we're in, that would have been my first guess. Um, As the completionist, let's go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right, can, GM, can you get it into two-metre-square hexes or something, uh, or yeah. two-metre-square-squares, and then uh, we will num- number them all, and we will go we'll zigzag up and down the island until we find it. <laughs> okay. Like, For you, the yes. But
1: that might take me a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably... Do you know what? I'm recalling all of those first d games that I had when you knew a room was probably empty. Didn't matter. You searched it.
4: Yeah, search every
1: square okay. inch. Okay. So you've searched you out the crits, through. you found some things. So I mean, you've actually done, I say done for the completionist, you've found <laughs> lots of buildings. I mean, way. you've come across uh, at least three areas that didn't look promising, but you haven't explored totally. So probably silk is now getting extremely twitchy when you suggest going somewhere else, but that's fine. None of them were, were anywhere near water.
2: Didn't we we entered the island from from the south? That's right. And did and we have we sort of moved up the the western side of the island to where we are now. Is, is
6: that That's the right general area that yeah. we traversed along? Okay. So yeah. unfortunately, uh, north north is that way. North is towards the yeah. Uh, as hand, you look so. at the back
1: though, so you kind of went here, and then oh, up really this much. way.
6: Yeah, yeah. We went up that wall line, kind of heading yeah. up that way, and then that. That's way. right. Yeah, the eyes have it. The eyes have it. (laughs) Yeah, X is equal (laughs) checks.
4: That's the rule.
6: New new speaker. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Noble quarter. Maybe some nice bed there tomorrow night. Okay, so you're going to head basically
1: down the way that you came. That means you don't have to fight that demon creature because the entrance that you're looking for is here. Oh. Uh-huh. Or you could climb over a wall. It's entirely up to you. Yeah. Have... I mean, we say The
4: conclusion that just... says enter the front door and go through it all. <laughs> I mean,
3: we can otherwise, go that way out otherwise.
0: I like the idea of going over the wall at the back and trying to get to, but I'm happy to go elsewhere.
3: If
4: we can climb it, let's climb it then, because it'll shave off some time patrolling around and getting into
3: encounters.
0: But then again, Victor, did you just say come in through the front? That way then we could always exit out the back.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can jump over the wall and then exit through the entrance. Yeah, because, yeah so you're going for uh, let's be plebs and climb over walls. Yeah. Ninjas. <laughs> I, don't let's why, try. I don't know why I spent so much time mapping bloody gates and doors. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go yeah, through the entrance. know why. I
4: like to go through the
1: front door. <laughs> oh thank you you wait till you see the map for the front okay let's okay, do so, it yeah, for you can, sure then. you can climb over a wall at the front
0: no sure
1: let me just mask what i've got and then i'll share what i can with you give me a couple of seconds
6: well, wherever uh, there's some major towers with a lot of potential withering crossbow fire focused on us yeah. can we go through that entrance funnily enough you-, you read
1: my mind Use your mic, Jim. We don't want to hear the cursing that you're doing. Gonna... <laughs> That's fine. So I'm assuming you're going to approach from the north. So as you begin to climb over the wall, you can see some ruined outbuildings to your left. Vaguely out through the murk, you can see what looks like the only intact building and probably one of the biggest buildings in the city in terms of roof size across this way. You can dimly see it through that murk, which means it's very big. Mm -hmm. You can also see, however, there are a large other ruined walls and complexes um, dotted about whatever this walled area is. Can you all give me um, perception rolls, please, as you complete climbing over the wall?
0: Presumably we're still hearing the weird different sounds of different time.
1: Yes, you can. Only there seems to be one sort of slightly high pitched set of voices. I say slightly high pitched, and you hear the same phrases repeated over and over again. Well oh. oh, that'll cost a lot of money. Well that'll cost a lot of money. I don't know where it's gonna come from. I really don't know where it's gonna come from. Well that'll cost a lot of money. And then a friend under his breath. Oh.
6: Bloody hell, that's my mother-in-law. That's I was thinking <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can see can you uh let's see so um victor silk uh, basically everybody apart from cran who's still struggling with his makeshift pot helm that he found um you can see what looked to be four diminutive little shapes just step out of the filth they looked like sort of slightly short Humans, so they're only about five foot almost dwarfs, but they're very, very slender. All of them are dressed in what look like grubby overalls, very, very pale skin, and their heads are slightly too large. They look across at you, and one of them opens his mouth, but without forming the words, you hear that, Well, that'll cost a lot of money. And he looks at you, and he opens his mouth again, but just leaves his mouth open, and again well, that'll cost a lot of money. And they just stare stare at you. That's not creepy at all. (laughs) Another one then steps out. So there are now four. And he looks across at his friends and grins and says, well, I bet that'll be a lot of money to fix. I bet that'll be a lot of money to fix.
4: Mm.
1: And then a fifth steps out. Just shut up a minute. For fuck's sake, what's broken and what costs a lot of money? (laughs) A fifth steps out and says... Do you want tea with that? Do you want tea with that? Well, that'll cost a lot of money. Well, that'll cost a lot of money. And they begin to edge a little bit closer.
6: Uh, I'm going to grip my sword particularly hard in both hands and, like, gurn at them in a slightly menacing way. Only crank out. They grin back. Can you give me
1: perception rolls, please, all of you? Can Ugnan grab a fistful of coins for his purse, not gold? Yep. You can grab some copper coins as you look at these. And there are five of them coming across. They're not very big. They are look like slender dwarfs, for want of a better phrase. They're not wearing any boots. They're wearing shabby gardening clothes is is the only way I can describe them. But they're just saying the strangest, inappropriate things. And they're saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. What you can't help but notice, given the strangeness of this damn place, is their heads are too large, their mouths are too wide, and their teeth are pointed.
0: Okay, and, uh, I'm going to fling some coins off to one side, not at them, but just off reasonably near to them to see if they're paying the, the coins any attention.
1: Okay, you get a handful of coins and you um, fling them across. They don't really seem to respond to the coins at all they look across at them but actually just seem to ignore them totally Uh, they've paused they're now about oh i don't know uh, about 40 feet away from you there are five of them and then you can hear some more voices but much more distant again saying the oddest but most mundane things i'd like a sandwich i'd like a sandwich i'd like a sandwich. He shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have done that. I'd like a sandwich. It's almost like a brain lock kind of thing. It sounds like AI
0: gone bad. Uh, <laughs> Uglin's going to start preparing a, a sudden
1: light spell. Okay. Well, the creatures pause. There are five of them now. And, of course, they are just being just uh, odd. Sorry, I just dragged the wrong thing on the combat tracker. Let me delete that.
2: But is their attention otherwise directed at us? So they're the oh yes, no. Their else. attention
1: is fully on you. There are five of them, and they've edged closer, but they're keeping their distance. But you can hear more of these things piping up with those strange, and their voices are, as I said, slightly high pitched, so not quite right. Pinocchio. Yeah. Yes. If you, if you can think about the of the Pinocchio sketch, yes, very much like that.
2: Hmm. But the sounds are clearly coming from their mouths. So, oh so yes, but the they're words. not forming any words. Yes, mouth, they
1: are, but they're just not forming any words, which is even
6: odder. shrugs hmm. and just walk, starts walking.
2: Yeah, that's a good move. Yeah, but let's let's just try and move past them and see if they okay. They
1: react um, um the Cran, crystal. you start moving towards them. I'm just going to <clears> jump <throat> into the combat tracker. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, that, <laughs> well, that, that worked well, didn't it? <laughs> As you move across, they also um, begin to close in on you. They continue to mutter exactly the same things as they were doing, only they seem to be a little bit more excited and their mouths are now open. So I'm just going to give them some numbers.
6: we we'll so wait to see, they see what they out. do to cram. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so... Ask not uh, what they can do to you, ask what you <laughs> can do to them. Uh, okay,
1: so there's one there. They don't look exactly oh. like this.
6: I was going to uh, say. So, <laughs> can I please have some initiative rolls? Could you please... give us the uh, combat tracker? Yeah, thanks, I uh, I was booting. Oh, up.
4: look at these initiative oh. numbers already. Oh, yeah. oh I, be- I think I shit. might be able to beat that.
1: You're dead, Graham. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, he said welcome. in
6: a supportive way, yeah, yeah, have balls. Actually, those are some serious initiatives. So, okay. Still got top, that's un-
1: unbelievable. When he that's says it's unbelievable, just. what he actually means is that's not fair. i yeah, <laughs> I have, have to roll more than my two magic lines. stat isn't that high. So, so Silk, these creatures are muttering these weird in uh, phrases, um, but they're advancing towards you, and, well, frankly, they look hungry. But they're not very big. I mean, they're, they're not muscular at all.
4: Right. Yeah, she's going to just hang out where she is, and she'll just watch what they do to Cran. I'll, I'll delay myself uh, to... Just after them,
6: okay, <laughs> no. says Cran. Thank you so much. Let's <laughs> see what they do. I got, am just in. Thanks very much. Broad shoulders, I can handle it. Don't worry. Okay,
1: one of the creatures runs up to you, Cran, and tries to basically bite you. Sorry, it tries to lash out with a claw at you. <clears throat> um, it's not a particularly strong attack at all. And it is deflected off your heavy armour with some ease. As that blow sort of tings off one of your uh, arm greaves, you realise that these creatures aren't very powerful at all. They're, they're really almost childlike, but they are hungry. And We're the, killing uh, an entire kindergarten. This is terrible. And as another one comes in, They are very hungry. In fact, Cran, having said that, can you give me a perception roll?
6: Oh, no, they're not children, are they? Oh,
1: no. Yeah, these are children or were children. Oh,
4: yes, even better. I wait till after Cran when it comes to my turn.
1: GM, what are you doing (laughs) to us? We Do not need these moral conundrums? So the second child tries to attack you, but again, it's not very strong. So its, its hand, as it, as it catches, makes a scratching sound. And to your horror, you notice that not only do these well, demonic children have really enlarged heads, their skin is very, very pale, their teeth are definitely pointed, their breath is foul, and their claws are, well, claws, claws. Just Cran. like any other toddler. <laughs> oh dear, come on. <laughs> Your children have grown up. There were good days.
6: That's true. Um,
1: so another one of these children comes in and now you're being surrounded, Cran. And even though these are children, obviously, you know, if any more of these arrive, gosh, they could overwhelm you. Anyway, this other creature, sorry, the demonic yeah, child comes now. in to try and hit you. And it fails as well. They can't get past your heavy armour. And they're too short, really, to go for the throat. The other demon comes at you, Victor. And it tries to attack you with its claw or clawed hand. And that manages to bypass your armour. You take a scratch. It's not a heavy wound at all. You only take um, seven points of damage does a, a moderate wound. Oh, it manages me, to you know. do a B flash, <laughs> which, well, a one. Takes off my hand. Causes no damage at all.
4: No.
2: But
1: as soon as it, you're scratched, to your horror, you mm-hmm. notice that your wrist begins to go numb. These creatures, these demons, are clearly laced with some sort of sedative. Can you give me a resistance roll, please? So that's a constitution resistance roll, please.
6: That's why they oh, deviate God, from the children. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: No, no, they're still energy vampires. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, so your arm goes numb, and for a minute, you know, your fingers tingle, and you lose all sense in your fingertips, but this scratch wasn't very deep. You didn't take too much of whatever this strange narcotic is. Uh The second one comes round the ruined and is coming towards you, Numel. But as it lopes across the floor, it kind of stumbles on the ledge of that building and doesn't quite get to you in time. Which gives you an opportunity to hit it, run away or do oh, something dear. else.
2: So. I I think we need to put them out of their misery it would be a kindness
6: that's yeah awesome. same with all children <laughs> <they shall laughs> <leave you>. <laughs> <laughs> definitely edit that please it's going to get
1: shut down <laughs>
4: swearing the sharing of files but it's that that's going to get it shut down yeah <laughs> you, well you know it is
1: you can share files, but if you threaten children that's it that's there'll be right. the police on your door you'll
6: have a that's social
1: right. worker coming round. yeah i'm not threatening children it's just
6: like just the entire <laughs> entirety of uh, child kind it's not a specific child the world view yeah Okay, so it's, do, it's,
1: it's <laughs> get, please get us back, give us back some sanity. What do you want to do? <laughs> so you can, so, so uh, is it
2: my, my round?
1: Yes, it is. So you can move in and attack with uh Shin'en's sword if you want, which is that demon sword. Uh, and these things are clearly, sadly, demonic.
3: Yes, uh, that,
2: that is what I'll do. So, um, I'm going against is it number two?
1: Child yep, number
3: two.
1: number two. So you step in, so just make sure you drop your uh, dice on that number two, if you'll pardon the phrase. Okay. Well, the creature seems unable, really, to defend itself and just kind of grins at you as your sword lashes out and hits it. Uh, nine points of damage only, though, I'm afraid. Bugnan, what do you want to do to these child demons
0: I'm going to sudden light them So he shouts, Frasitor! Uh! Ah, okay. uh, duck! They'll have to be around Crab <laughs> got three around him. Uh, shouting, jumping up wildly, and uh, moving slightly to
1: bring you within ten feet. Okay. I'll keep my eyes closed. Oof. Well, I <laughs> thought that was an 0-1 for a minute. Okay, so your spell goes off. They get to make a resistance roll, do they? Oh, yeah. To yeah. be blinded. Well, All Stunned, right.
0: so I think it's... Uh, well, I'll tell you in a second.
1: Yeah. So they're still muttering the... Well, that'll cost a lot of money. Well, that'll cost a lot of money. Do you want tea with that? Do you want tea with that? I'd like a sandwich. Uh, oh, sorry, Stunned... Uh, so uh, f- one Round 10 failure. right. Okay, so the first one... Attack Level 9. Yeah, he's not... The second one... Is and that's going to be so. Let me have a look. So that one he's all right. Number one is clearly rolls back and is clearly fumbling and scratching at his eyes, but he's still saying the same thing. I'd like a cup of tea. I'd like a cup of tea, but he's clearly been affected by the spell. And number three, similarly, is also so three and one are affected by the spell. Four three three and one are affected, one isn't. They're both okay. fumbling at their eyes. Um, obviously, you can't tell how many run- rounds they're stunned for, um, but they're clearly struggling.
0: Okay, and he'll use the um, last 25% to draw um, his hand axe.
1: Yep. That's it. Victor, it's your turn. You can crush this child if you wish.
3: Okay, Victor is going to take out Remorse and uh, attack number five okay uh first heat blade
1: uh right so that is so that's on number five, five. yep so that's nine points of damage on number five so that's not enough to do a critical i'm afraid so yeah. now you're going to have to do your cold attack yes uh wow 159 didn't do a critical that must
4: be really fast hold on a minute yeah, the inits are high, so that means... Hold on
1: a minute. Be, that no, I'm sorry. I down. used... I think I resolved the wrong thing. So that is a critical. I'm sorry. I must have resolved the wrong thing. That was 30 points of damage. <clears throat> sorry with that attack. Okay. Better get that one right. Uh, which is enough to almost drop the creature totally. So as your blade swings into it, it almost decapitates this child, catching it across... Well, the midriff, I guess. Give me an E slash critical first of all, and then we'll roll the A heat critical. Oh, oh dear. my god! Nice. All right, so you basically decapitate the demon.
6: Oh
1: dear! So you cut it in half, killing it instantly. Rest in peace. Over it. So yeah. Not the end. He says, <laughs> "Demon child murderer." That's a You'll. Mess. You'll nothing will happen to you, Cran. it's <laughs> Your turn. You've got three of these things around you. I'm sorry about that, Victor. I resolved the wrong damn thing in the uh, stack. Yeah, it's
3: no problem.
6: I'm draw. I'll draw Shieldbreaker. Okay, That's the first time it's been drawn today. So, um, all manner of things happen. I think. Yes. <coughs> Shines brilliantly when unsheathed, unsheathed, and strikes all creatures of darkness within 250 feet with a shot bolt plus 50 bonus at a range of 100 1 to 100 so all of these it's at 50. right let me get out the shot bulk table and we can resolve that um can you target more than one creature in rollmaster no no oh, god okay well at least look at all the dice i can roll that'd be exciting yeah. okay so i've got a shot bulk table in front of me so George, oh, shall i you just roll do. dice at plus 50.
1: yeah and i can then and basically can... apply the results uh, I, oh, I this is shock, depressing. Shock bolt number one. Right, so 92 shock bolt is nine points of damage on that one. It's on two, yeah. Plus you also do a B electricity critical. Off you go, roll that one. So that's one point of damage extra on number one.
6: Oh, that was sorry, on, on number two. On I'm number sorry. two, yeah. Okay, the next one. So the
1: creature is badly injured. Okay, and the next. That's six points of damage on number four. And you also do an A, electricity critical. Uh, 80. That's better. This uh, bolt fires out from Shieldbreaker, catches the child in the upper chest, Um, is going to stun it for two rounds, and that's another nine points of damage, so the creature is almost knocked off its feet and reels away, stunned, clawing at the burn and what looks like almost a neat seared hole in its chest. And the next... Oh,
6: no, bad roll. And that's four points. No other critical, I'm assuming? Nope. Okay, in the final oh, one... Sorry, no,
1: know. no, I'm sorry. You've managed to sneak in an A critical. Give me a hundred or oh, a 94. 94's not bad. <laughs> okay, you strike it across the hip. Okay, so this foe is stunned uh, again. Okay, and the last uh, one. And that's the last one. So which one is this? Number three. Number three, yeah. Uh, and that just does four points of damage, but no critical. So Okay, so you've drawn your sword. Now what do you want to do? And I'm right in saying four is the only one that wasn't stunned. So, at the moment, uh, number five is stunned. Number four is stunned. Number three is stunned. And number two is not stunned.
6: Okay, what I'm going to attempt to do, because they've got small puny necks and they're only children, and it would look amazing, is take all their heads off in one blow so let me know what you, what modifier you would want to attack all three of them in an amazingly <laughs> powerful horizontal slash
1: uh, it's been a while since you've played role master isn't it john it, it, it okay. really is. right um so basically you're trying to do a grand cleave and yep. take all their heads um meta gaming <laughs> role master basically doesn't allow you to hit more than one opponent
6: but I, I know. give me a sheer folly okay so uh, sheer folly minus 50 so you basically uh, look like
1: you're about to compete in the Highland Games and hurl the hammer
6: so it would obviously be uh, number 3 to start with um, yep. I've applied sheer folly and I'll attack with shield breaker <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> fumble that, that, that is a fumble that's absolutely a fumble shield breaker's <laughs> okay. got
1: <laughs> uh,
6: um... <laughs> right, oh, guys, right. I'll uh have a lovely weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back next week one over <laughs> All right, so, so yeah, one me. Of the uh
1: so it's a two handed fumble. Yep, that's so, not gonna, that's gonna go well. Just a straight D one hundred, please. I'm just behind you, slice. Oh dear eighty eight. 88, incredibly bad move. You are stunned and unable to parry for three <laughs> long <nights>. Oh! <laughs> so you basically spin round to try and catch all three with a muttered, look at this, and turn round and <laughs> drill yourself into the ground and stumble as your gammy left knee gives way. Oh, me back.
6: <laughs> I've done an oh, Ugnan. Oh. So, um, <laughs> so that <laughs> was a uh, for three rounds. Yuck. Okay, yeah. Uh, do you want me to apply that, or uh, I've just done you've done it. that? Yeah, it's done no parry, isn't it? Uh... Oh, yes, it is, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, dear. Not ideal. Okay. Well, so... thank you.
1: Hold on. Okay. Why are you down there? Oh, I, yes.
4: I delayed. I, I okay. was like, I'm, I want to see what happens to Cran. <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, you've seen what happens to Cran now. Sorry. I
4: have. So she'll move uh, 10, 15, and... Uh, take the other side of this demon. She doesn't have her glowing hands, but she's just punching them. And again, it's like she wants to be in visceral, hand-to-hand combat with demons. It's, oh, that's it's right, honestly... because you went
1: hand-to-hand last time, to good effect.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, she's going to uh, do a martial arts strike, I think I've got, uh, I've got it, fine. Oh!
3: Damn.
4: That is... And it's only rank, I should warn you, <laughs> here's the grub, Is yeah. it's
1: only rank one. <laughs> rank <laughs> so... one. Yeah, <laughs> That's still 15 points on number three. Oh, wow. And you've done a uh, B unbalancing critical. Sorry, B strike critical.
6: Ooh-hoo. Shana would be so
1: proud of you. Well, that's it. Oh, he five crit. Wow. Okay, there you go. So you kick the foe's arm. Uh, you hear a crack as you break the child's wrist. <laughs> oh that that hurt her wound uh, just and the creature great. sort of looks at you and says well why did you break that why did you break that who's going to pay for that who's going to pay for that uh, so that's number three isn't it that you've just done that too there you go cherry i think for the sake of this we'll come round to here and ready her weapons and we'll have initiative rolls please folks Okay, Silk, the creature is facing you. You can kick it, punch it, strike it again. Remember, it's struggling with a broken wrist to do anything. And obviously, the bright light and the electricity that Cran fired off, all four, well, all four of these things are struggling. Okay, and I failed
4: to take off the minus five for movement last time, so I'll do that this time. Okay. Um, and uh, it's facing me. You said it turned around to face me. So yeah. I'm punching it in the
1: face. oh there you go (laughs) it's still enough it's more of a slap to the face so you slap this child for one point of damage (laughs) wow that's low stop it behave yeah done okay number five is why is i'm not sure yes it's stunned so it will stay motionless and just mutter and gibber so we'll Oh, number two isn't. Who is number two? There he is. So number two will attack you, Numal. I think uh, Numel had to leave. Yeah. Okay, that's all right. I can worry about that. And a claw, and that misses. And number four and number three are still stunned. And that takes us to Numal, who will then make his attack on number two. Oof, that might be enough to hit. But isn't uh, so
0: Ugnan? It's your turn. Ugnan uh, reaches in, grabs a well, well, which is stun relief for three rounds. And sort of reaches round and shows the leaf into Crown's gob. Stop twirling like a fucking idiot! No.
1: Yes, more <laughs> Don't drugs. my you drugs. Are, <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah, says
6: that's that. mine. <laughs> Let's roll those dice.
4: three. <laughs> <fuck. laughs>
6: Oh, of
1: okay. Okay, so Big let group. me take those stun rans off you, Cran. So that's So means cran's
6: nostrils to... flare and his eyes go very wide. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like ball. Don't
0: worry, Victor, there's 12 left. <laughs> oh.
6: Victor,
1: <laughs> enraged at the sort so- <laughs> of its <laughs> of his drugs being at a plus two attack <laughs> if it's and... uh, <clears throat> uh, I'd
3: like to move around. Uh... Silk and up to there. Uh, attack number three. Oh,
1: blimey. Uh so number three. Um that's a thirty ES, which is going to be enough to obviously kill it, but you might as well roll the E slash critical just sure. for the lols. Ah, for 31 would be minor side wound but anyway that's number 3 we said no number 3 yeah number 3 yeah number 3 so he is down uh, dead
6: it's hilarious um,
1: dealing these minor side wounds to defenseless yeah yeah that's also got to be removed it's hilarious dealing these minor side wounds to helpless children <coughs> that's, that's got weird. to go so- as well
6: Sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> I've given you a lot of ed- editing to do here.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. So you can't get a second attack out because that would mean switching. Um, okay. Bit, uh, Damn, you can only fine. get those two attacks on the same opponent. Yeah. Okay. Cherry, I think we'll take the opportunity and sneak in and possibly have a go with her. Um got her katana too, I think. Yeah, she's got a katana as well, so she'll have a go on number five. And that's a miss, actually. She almost fumbled. Cran, your turn.
6: Okay. Learning his lesson from last last round is ignoring anything other than just a standard attack. So it's still facing me, so there's no bonuses like flanking or anything on this? No.
1: Issue. Okay. No. Uh, well, it's, you know, stunned, so you'll get a bonus automatically to built-in.
6: Oh, that's going to smart!
1: Wow. Uh, funnily enough, that's off the table. So that's forty-eight points <laughs> and an E slash critical. So that is going to obviously decapitate it. Roll your E slash.
6: So these are demons, aren't they? So this is open ended. Yeah. That right? Twenty-nine.
1: That's. What... Oh dear. Uh, so a twenty-nine is another fifteen. Sorry, another twenty hits. So that's going to be enough to kill number five.
4: Drops. Oh.
1: And that's it. Initiative rolls, please, folks. Ooh. And looks like Silk is going first.
4: Woohoo.
1: Uh, I, I take a quick
4: look at Cran. Is he frothing at the mouth or anything? No, he's completely calm.
1: No, he's calm. After a failed heroic move, he's probably feeling a little bit chagrined and is just concentrating on putting these down as efficiently as possible. Yeah, that's not normal.
4: So she kind of looks at Victor, kind of shrugs, and again, eyes blazing, wanders and <laughs> thinks of Sharna. Oh, open-ended, oh, nice. Look
3: at that go. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> rank one. I max. feel like, so I, that
4: I, is, I feel like uh, that's a rank, rank one, funky, isn't con- it? Yeah, max rank one.
1: Okay, so that's 15 points again on number four, and you also do a critical on it low crit 28 it is a side strike so you punch it across the side and the ribs and there's a crunch as you break some of its ribs obviously those ribs do as they break and shear do a lot more damage than perhaps your strike did and there's a cough there's a froth of sort of black fluid from its mouth and nose and it topples forward oh Down. Stoke is very happy with that and spits on it. So, uh, there's just one left-facing Yarn. It's still stunned. It's then Numel's turn, that one. That's actually another miss. He's not doing very well. Ugnan, your turn.
0: He'll have a go. He'll step forward and try and hit one on Yarn. Come on, Ugnan, you got this, buddy. All right, oh, there we go. I'll twirl red like an idiot. <laughs>
1: oh, will <we're> back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a miss. I thought so. Uh, Victor, your turn.
3: Yeah, Victor's going to uh, scan the area uh,
1: for more. Children. Okay. Give me a perception roll. You can still hear voices, but they're distant. Give me a perception roll. See if you can yep. pick up anything else. Yeah, the voices are very quiet. Um, and there are, you think, three of them. And they're somewhere down towards the southwest, but quite a long way off. And they don't seem to be approaching you. Okay. Uh, Cran, your turn.
6: Okay, uh, Cran. Watch out there, Rugglin. You give yourself a mischief. And it uh, will walk round and skewer <laughs> two with Shieldbreaker. Yeah,
1: that would be skewered, I think. 48 points. And you've done uh, a critical. So you want to make that high open-ended so 77 would be shatter the shoulder in foe's weapon arm 15 hits foe is stunned etc cetera, etc cetera. as your blow catches this child demon across the shoulder the sword the power behind shield breaking continues on down crunching through ribs crunching through whatever organs this thing has only stopping at the creature's hip bone it's
6: dead i'll lever it off as it falls to the ground Bloody
0: irritating. Okay. If we're still in combat rounds away, otherwise, I'll give
1: uh, Victor an Akiputej. Just a leash. No, you're no longer in combat, so you can give Victor Akiputej if you wish. AF1, Victor, uh,
0: your choice. 1 to 10 damage, or you can just keep your 7 hits up to you.
3: Nah, I can keep myself like this. Thanks anyway. Okay. okay. Uh, Victor shares what he saw or heard
1: okay. so there are more of these creatures quite a long way to the south but not many of them they're not really approaching you you stand amongst the ruins of what what look like some crude cottages can you give me perception rolls please Ugnan, you notice that the ground you're standing in or standing around, looks to be tilled and free of vegetation. Though vines and weeds have begun to overgrow this part, you're clearly standing in what was perhaps once gardens. Not flower gardens, but tilled, almost allotment gardens. The ruined cottages that Cran and Numel stand in were perhaps once gardeners' cottages. Okay, pass that on. Everything is quiet once you've killed those creatures but you can dimly really hear those muttering voices away to the southwest you know there's a larger building across to the southeast
0: does that take us into the path of the other ones that victor saw
1: victor didn't see he heard voices oh, right. down towards sort of this direction As you've made your way through the gardens um, just towards that southern bit, you can see that you've come across a noticeably different style of architecture. Um, The building that Victor now stands at the edge of was clearly some sort of elaborately constructed white stone. Well, it looks like a small chapel shrine Or temple of some description. Cran, you can make out just across to the west what looks like a crude, sorry not crude, uh, a well-trod flagstone road or path, probably too wide to be a path, that leads across to the east. The ground that you're standing in is soft underfoot, is remarkably free of vegetation and weeds, although some have begun to encroach. Mm. This is obviously you stand in the middle of what was perhaps once tilled farmland for somebody. What do you want to do? Mm. Standing in the centre of this ruined shrine or small chapel or temple is uh, a nine foot tall stone humanoid. He reaches out with his right hand as if pointing at something and is totally Mm. naked.
6: Mm, the first statue we've really seen. I and mean, we're looking for something below the statue. So.
3: Yeah. Victor will approach the statue. Okay. Just scan it.
1: Ugnan watches. Okay. Give me a perception roll then, please, Ugnan. The floor that the statue stands on has clearly been damaged and badly eroded by time. You can see most of the floor is probably a, a white flagstone, which has been laid on top of some crude brick slabs. The statue itself or the base around the statue has been quite badly damaged, but there's no indication of any trapdoor or anything of that ilk. Um, Certainly if there was, you can't see any obviously any obvious uh, means of pulling up a platform at all around the statue. The statue itself is human, has a pleasant demeanour, is totally naked and is pointing across down the roadway. You can't help but notice, however, Victor, that the statue's penis is rampantly erect. Oh. Victor, I think it might oh. be a trapdoor. Can you just pull the um, hidden handle?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. I've seen that before. It's pointing the wrong way. Are you sure? You have, yeah, you have I, have
0: every to, time. It's hydraulics. You have to pump it up. Both hands.
4: <laughs> both hands. Make sure both hands. <laughs> Oh, dear me! <laughs> Spit in your hands. Spit in your hands.
6: <laughs> okay, Magic, you are revealing
1: <laughs> far too much to us.
0: So well, I Not went to a, I went to you a live. a
1: mullet. You had a very strange <laughs> upbringing in rural Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I I had a child. You need rebuked. tell us nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Victor, the statue doesn't seem to be well, it seems incapable of concealing anything. There doesn't seem to be any obvious platform, though, what could be a rather obvious lever could mm-hmm. be pulled if you wish. Tugged, tug it, or tugged <laughs> if you wish. And if it
4: fights uh, back, you got to really bear <laughs> down on it. We're really appealing to our 15-year-old streamers
1: (laughs) now. That's right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cran is not amused and goes on guard. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Vic's gonna pull the lever. You're going to pull on the lever. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't budge. It is in fact solid stone. It's not. Keep working at it. No, no, (laughs) it's a lever. Keep working at it. Turn around and between your legs. (laughs) (laughs) You know that if you... I wish I hadn't put this bit into the module, but you know that if you pull on it any harder, two things will happen. First of all, it will break. It will come off in your hand. It'll release. As your mother said, you'll go blind. (laughs) Do you wish to carry on... God, yes. Yes, please. yeah Victor, on the oh God oh 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 God. God. All right. Oh you know, yeah. the, the basic, solid stone. If you pull any harder, it will snap off. Yeah.
0: Sorry, lad. My mistake. To...
1: Victor, didn't your mother off. ever tell you right.
4: that you would turn to stone if you touched that area? Look, this giant man <laughs> turned to stone because obviously he was...
1: Okay. Do you actually <laughs> want to break this off? It's, it's a fairly important question. Do you want yes. to break... You do. No! And that's where we're going to leave
0: this one, with Victor snapping the phallus off a presumably fertility god. Don't think it's going to end well, which you'll see next episode. Thanks very much for watching, or listening, uh, or subscribing. We're following on Podbean. Thanks very much for those of you who clicked the follow on Podbean. That moved us off the very last page onto uh the second page. Wow. If another twelve of you ever did that, we'd be uh on the first page. <gasps> Amazing. Anyway, cheers. I'll catch you next time. Bye bye.